superchargers, headlights, and more. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. With over 122 million parts and eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Plus, with prices that don't break the bank, you can stay on your A-game. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome in, everybody, to Fantasy Pros. This is the Fantasy Football Podcast. It's me, Joey P. Joe P's up here. And today, it's Monday. It's the waiver wire. It's week 13. And there's lots of buys coming up. Six teams on buy. So it's time to add some names to help you make your playoff push into that championship. Because that's what we're here for. That's what we came to do. We came to chew bubble gum and win championships. And guess what? We're all out of gum. So we are going to get right to it today. With me, as always, Pat Fitzmorris and D-Bro, Derek Brown, the King of Bros, the Fantasy Bro. And we're here to help you, of course, add those names to your team. And there's still some guys floating out there on that waiver wire as injuries continue to ravage the NFL. But before we get to all of that, Pat Fitzmorris, some big-time games yesterday that had our attention, and they lived up to the hype. One ended on a field goal that fell a little short. The other went forward into overtime and a field goal in the rain. That was a stunning one. Uh, the Eagles go to 10 and one. Uh, unfortunately, the uh, Buffalo Bills falling short. By the way, this is a, an interesting spot here where ever since the Josh Allen overtime correction rule happened, Josh Allen is 0 and 5 in overtime games. Pat, you what do you take out of that? Oh, man, that's tough. Uh, yeah, that was a tough game. I, I was uh, I'm not going to lie. I was cheering for Buffalo mainly because it would have knocked several competitors out of Survivor Leagues and would have <laughs> uh, got me that much closer to the gold in those. But uh, that was a wildly entertaining game. Good way to cap off a Sunday. Yeah, the Houston Texans Jaguars lived up uh, some questionable play calls there at certain points there for the Texans. But this is the, the learning curve of a young team. Also, uh, bittersweet news. They're going to announce that, you know, Derek Brown, unfortunately, is uh, this is his last show with us. He's leaving the program because he's officially taken on a job uh, as Kyron Williams agent. Uh, so he will be starting on <laughs> Tuesday. So, Derek, we've enjoyed working with you here on the program. But nobody was more pro Kyron Williams than you. I spent TV with you uh, on Sunday. I spent an hour on the live stream on our YouTube channel on Fantasy Bros talking to you about Kyron Williams. And Kyron Williams delivered in a big way. It's got to feel pretty good. How's that 10% look in the bank account? Ooh, baby. He 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 smashed. I he mean, and, and I didn't understand the narrative all week. Pat and I talked about this on the matchup show. It was like, I, I think he's going to go back into his... And, and we got news about that prior to kickoff. It was like, Rapport comes out and he says, look... He's going to rotate every uh, third series or, or, well, Royce Freeman was going to get every third series. I'm like, okay, so 67% of the snaps or higher. And that's exactly what he did. And he smashed, smashed, smashed. It's beautiful. It's beautiful All right. to see. Well, it's time for us to smash here with our sleeper waiver wire pickup of the week. So let's kick things off here with the guy to add. And this week, it's a tight end. It's Pat Fryermuth. That's right. Patty is back. Uh, not Fitzmorris, Fryermuth. Uh, Pat Fitzmorris never leaves, but Pat Fryermuth is our waiver wire pickup of the week here on Sleeper. He is rostered in just 49% of leagues, and Patty Cakes had himself a day. Let me tell you, uh, it was a nice return. He didn't have to see Matt Canada, which was probably really nice for him. If you look at the stats, too, for him, he came away as tight end two of the week. Nine catches on 11 targets here for 120 yards. Pat, let's talk about Pat Fryermuth. Let's talk about this offense. They 400 yards of offense for the first time in four seasons 
How about them apples? So is it safe now to say that Pat Frymuth is indeed back in every single way, including fantasy? I think he is, Joe. Um, we saw the Steelers offense look far more functional post Matt Canada, averaging 6.2 yards per play yesterday. Really impressive. Uh, and Fryermuth is good. I mean, he came into the league with second round draft capital, solid college production at Penn State. And other than this week's matchup against the Cardinals, who've been pretty tough against tight ends, Frymuth does not have a bad matchup the rest of the way, all the way through week 17. So, um, yeah, if you need a tight end, he's an excellent target this week. Now, Debro, speaking of those matchups, you get Arizona, New England, Indianapolis, Cincinnati, and Seattle. That's the remaining matchups. We're past the bye for him, so that's not a concern when it comes to Fryermuth. But what did you see out of Kenny Pickett in this offense yesterday that makes you, I would say, encouraged here for the stretch run? We're not going to say that Kenny Pickett's going to be elite, that this offense is going mm-hmm. to be uh, all-caliber, all-world, all-pro. But improvement, even in a moderate zone i think would be very good for fry moose value and he's even red zone ability too i massive massive improvements it, it's crazy when you get rid of an inefficient play caller that the entire locker room i we've all seen the chris boswell clips does not like the offense plays better guys it's crazy the common sense but here we are pat talked about it 6.2 yards per play baby if you put that up against season long numbers that would be the third best mark in the nfl and i, I get it's one game but oodalali what a game it was baby considering what we've seen out of this offense for the rest of the season yeah man it's wheels up for pat fryermuth i mean the only thing if you want to like poke any kind of holes in his game and stuff is that he played only 59 percent of the snaps now again that's a big tick up from the first week we saw pat fryermuth and again right. if you read my write-up in the primer i was not high on fryermuth and it was because he wasn't playing a full-time role and what we had seen the entire part of the season for him not getting targets but better heads prevail Mm -hmm. and the new play caller says hey guess what we got talented players we're gonna feature them as crazy as that sound boys but it happened yeah it sure did uh and it was a great effort by the Steelers except for Deontay Johnson on that one play Uh, not so much effort we promise Mm -hmm. to give you more effort on this show than Deontay Johnson gave on that play that's for sure but you know it's bad uh from the offensive coordinator when the kicker is trolling you in the tunnel when a kicker's trolling you, things mm-hmm. have gone wrong. Uh, before we get to the running backs to talk about this week, uh, and of course you want to add Pat Farmuth, don't forget we're deep into the NFL season right now, and we've got to make every second count. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you can make the most out of every game. Bet on your favorite teams for a shot at winning big bucks. New customers can score $150 instantly in bonus bets for betting five on any matchup just bet five you get 150 and of course i hope you've been joining us on betting pros because patty cakes was nailing the unders this week on our shows i gave you the turkey d parlay that hit one two three baby and another big parlay on sunday's games too so we're crushing it there so get in on the betting pros and then go place your wagers over on DraftKings sportsbook get in on the action the official sports betting partner of the nfl download that app now and use that promo code fantasy pros because new Customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just five bucks on the NFL only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code Fantasy Pros. The crown is yours. 
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. Please play responsibly. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, must be 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings dot com slash sportsbook for details and state specific responsible gambling resources eligibility and deposit restrictions apply bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms running backs let's crown some running backs gentlemen let's get to some of the names let's talk about roshan johnson for a second d bro because this is a name that's been added and dropped and added and dropped. And we see all the talent. Now we're in that stretch run. Herbert's going to get his full run in the backfield this week, but Foreman with his recent injury is Roshan, a guy that you want to speculate over. He is 31% rostered. He plays tonight. We don't know how much he's going to play. We assume it's mostly Herbert, but is Roshan once again, with this Foreman news, someone that people should be paying attention to on the waiver wire. I think he's worth a pickup. Now it depends on now we get to this part of the season. And and if your roster has been fortified with waiver wire pickups and you're looking pretty baby, every question we get is always, Hey, do I pick up this guy? It depends on who you're dropping them for. Mm -hmm. So I think Roshan is worth a pickup. Like a one to 2% bid is totally fine to get him because if he's out there, nobody believes in him. But if, if anything were to happen to Khalil Herbert, and we've already seen what that looks like, but now Deontay Foreman is also banged up and dealing with the ankle, the, the, the remaining schedule for the Chicago backfield is pretty dang good, boys. Like, after you get the Vikings, okay, there, then there's a Lions. Not a great matchup. But after that, the Browns, you can run on them. Um, hello, Kyron. They get the Cardinals after that. <laughs> and then the Falcons and the Packers to, to end the season. So there are good matchups to be had. So if you have the depth and you can stash Roshan in case injury strikes do it well it feels like that's where we're at pat this is a stash where if you have an open bench spot it makes sense he's only 31 percent mm-hmm. rostered we're, we're looking at a guy who's out there in 70 percent of leagues so this is another insurance policy kind of guy i know we're past the confidence stuff in season but maybe this is one that got away maybe he's the leftovers pat yeah uh Ooh. the the warmed up stuffing um so i i don't know that you're ever going to be able to feel totally comfortable starting roshan johnson the rest of the way um it, it would probably take two injuries for him to be mm. a guy you would want to start and and we've had foreman go down so you know maybe if khalil herbert <laughs> were to get hurt that would certainly open a door for roshan um or the other possibility, if the Bears decide to give him an audition with no playoff aspirations and they decide to, you know, maybe a- increase his role in the final weeks of the season. So that could be one way for it to pay off. But for the most part, I think you're looking at a guy who's going to be a committee back. Um, so I'm, I'm not too excited. I'd only bid, uh, you know, like a couple of percentage points worth of fab on him, three to four percent tops, maybe. But um yeah, if if 
as Debro said, your lineup is in really good shape. Your roster is solid. Like you're not dropping more valuable handcuffs, Tajay mm-hmm. Spears, Zach Moss types for him. But, you know, if you're hurting it running back and maybe want to take a flyer that something goes your way down the stretch, not a bad flyer to take. All right. Uh, and I know, D, you feel kind of the same way in terms of like the cost, like, you know. Uh, a yeah. few bucks is fine if you have the if you have the the bench base like you got somebody like you have mm-hmm. that third quarterback because of weird bye weeks or whatever happened you're looking to just jettison somebody from your roster he's interesting to pick up i want to talk about another potential leftover running back because that's the theme here of the post thanksgiving show when it comes to the rbs and that's samaji p ryan rostered in 22 percent of leagues he got some work when javante williams went out yesterday now williams did come back into the game um williams had been really good leading up to it him and Jaleel McLaughlin, these have been two guys, McLaughlin and, and P. Ryan, Pat, that, you know, we've had on rosters before and then dropped. And it feels like a little bit of a carousel. But are we at the point where, again, just leave no stone unturned? And is P. Ryan somebody that should be also looked at in that one to two percent range? He's an interesting case, Joe. I'm not super excited because. Javante Williams is getting something close to workhorse usage, and Mm -hmm. uh, that's not leaving a lot for P. Ryan and McLaughlin. Now, it is interesting that um, P. Ryan and McLaughlin have kind of been trading off the lead (laughs) on that depth chart. Like for a while, we thought McLaughlin was pulling ahead of P. Ryan. Now it appears P. Ryan has leapfrogged McLaughlin. But I do think that if anything were to happen to Javante, that it would probably be some combination of P. Ryan and McLaughlin carrying uh, the workload. And, and you know, so I don't think P. Ryan's really a pure handcuff. And I don't think he's got a lot of standalone value with Javante getting so much work. So I'm not all that excited about P. Ryan, honestly. It feels more like a 14 team ad to me, Debro. Do you agree yeah. with that? Like if you're in one of those deeper leagues, Agreed. that's the kind of hedging and, and roster ship you should be looking at right now. Yeah, he's deeply guy. That's all it comes down to. I mean, I don't think his role changes much down the the stretch. And the, the reason I'm much lower and I would prefer Roshan over P. Ryan, it also comes down to the schedule. If we're talking about these running backs that we've seen maybe some flashes, but they're not amazing, we want the schedule to line up to give us those matchups to where it can elevate their efficiency, their production and stuff. And that's really not the case for P. Ryan. If you look at the upcoming matchups, they're pretty brutal. Uh, the Texans the Chargers, and the Lions. None of those run defenses we want to go against. So P. Ryan's a, de- a decent deep league ad if he's out there. If him and Roshan are both out there, I would happily add Roshan over him. Now, the one guy that's still floating out there in almost half of leagues, he's only rostered in 51% on sleepers, Ty Chandler. Now, he plays tonight, so you know we're, we're, you know we don't have crystal balls. We're not trying to get into the future too much here. But I know what my eyes tell me, Derek, when I'm watching Chandler and I'm watching Madison – And Chandler, to me, looks like a guy that I want on my roster because if something does happen to Madison, Chandler really becomes incredibly valuable. But we also know deep down in our hearts that they tried already to bring in more competition for Madison with the Cam Akers edition that unfortunately did not end up well because of the injury. And Chandler's here in this and just just go over his stats the last couple games here. 15 carries for 45 and a touchdown. Then last week in week 11, 10 carries for 73. Didn't get the touchdown, but he did have four receptions uh, for 37 yards on four targets. Chandler, to me, is not a guy that should be rostered in half a leagues. Even 10-team leagues, I think this guy Mm -hmm. should be rostered, D. And you seem to agree. So let's talk about that. If he's still floating out there in your league, no matter what happens on Monday night, as long as he comes out of that game healthy, what are your expectations that people should do here when it comes to Chandler if he's still somehow still out there? Grab him, roster him, 5 to 6% of your fab, mm-hmm. go ahead and get him on your team. And 
everything that you talked about, Joe, is absolutely correct. And I, I, for the life of me, I don't understand why the Vikings keep running out Madison over him. Or like, why is this not more of a 50-50 committee? You've had multiple running backs the entire season that have shown more juice, more productivity on limited touches than Alexander Madison has shown the entire season. So at this point, like, why are the Vikings not going to run out Chandler over him? I, I can't, honestly don't have the answer. But if Madison does go out, or if Chandler can get any more of this backfield, he could be extremely productive. And the matchups, like, we keep bringing those up. But these are the reasons why you look at these matchups, you look at the schedules, and you pick up running backs ahead of time because if they get the workload, can they produce? The Bears, not a good matchup. But after that, the schedule opens up, man. They get the Raiders, the Bengals, and the next two matchups. If he gets the work, we're talking about a guy that can be a strong flex play. Hell, if anything were to happen to Madison, he'd be an RB2 in both those matchups. Pat, Chandler was our waiver wire pickup of the week a few weeks ago. And we sort of said, look, it's it's at least a short term, real, you know, fix here for at least one week, potentially. And it was. And now going forward, it seems like maybe there's a little bit more flex appeal than we realized with him. And people maybe didn't want to go in on that one week. They kind of ignored that. But now it's two weeks. and We'll see what happens tonight. But in your opinion, uh, you know, should people be jumping on Chandler regardless and make sure that they not only cover their Madison shares, but also look at somebody who might be good enough at some point if things break right to even surpass Madison in terms of who that workload really goes to, maybe it becomes 60, 40 or 70, 30. I think so, Joe. And um, unlike Roshan Johnson and Samaj P. Ryan, Chandler does have standalone value right now. You can flex him the way the Vikings have used him the last two weeks. Uh, that That's good enough for a flex spot in a lot of leagues. And if Kevin O'Connell cooperates with us and uh, realizes Alexander Madison has been pretty inefficient and uh, is far less explosive than Ty Chandler. And you mentioned it, too, the the passing game usage with Chandler is something that's really attractive. So uh, I do think, you know, even though Chandler has a higher roster ship percentage than these other guys, he is far and away the most attractive possible waiver ad this week. Yeah, uh, and in terms of drops to Daryl Henderson, you know, obviously with Kyron Williams' reemergence, he got jettisoned from the Rams roster. So that's the easiest drop of the week for anybody out there. Uh, Pat, is there any other running back? I know it's really tough, like off the top of your head, too. Is there any other running back where you think it's really safe to drop him at this point? I don't know. I think I think we we've exhausted that. them all. Yeah, I mean, pretty you know, the much. The interesting I one mean, I no keep one getting is Spears. People keep asking me, should I hold on to Spears? And I keep telling them yes. But at the same mm-hmm. time, if there's something out there that can help you get into the playoffs, I don't want to prohibit that, too, because it's it's one thing to always be playing for the future. But the future is here. We are kind of in the end game when it comes to getting in the playoffs. So I think if there's like if Chandler's out there, would you drop Spears for Chandler if that's the only move you had, Pat? I mean, not if I had four running backs ahead of Chandler on my okay. roster, like and right. one of them was Derrick Henry. Like, so th- that's the thing. I mean, when you asked that question, my mind went right to the cuffs. And I don't want to drop the cuffs like this is the mm-hmm. time of year when you want those handcuffs on your roster. Same thing for you, Derek. Same feelings when it comes in. Yeah, same thing. And okay. I think like if we want to bring up some of these backup guys, like I would rather have Ty Chandler over Zach Moss. I know that he got a little okay. bit more work this week, but give me Ty Chandler over him. Give me um, I would take Tajay and I'm still holding Tajay because the other part about that is what we, we play out the what if scenarios. What if anything happened to Derek Henry? Like mm-hmm. we keep saying that over and over and over again, and yet we still see injuries happen every single week. So I'm I'm still willing to play the what if because if the what if were to happen, 
You would be blowing your entire clip of fab. You would be hating life because then a top 12 to 15 running back is sitting on the waiver wire. And you're like, I had him on my roster for weeks and weeks and weeks. And mm-hmm. now I dropped him. Oh, great. Right. No, that, it, it is fair. I mean, I know the Titans offense is not exactly thrilling. And Derrick Henry's coming off a good game with two touchdowns. So people will start to get a little disenfranchised too and say, oh, what am I holding on to this guy for? But uh, we've seen things turn very quickly in 2023 mm-hmm. in this NFL season. Uh, and we are in the holiday season as well. So don't forget everybody. Don't just give gifts. I know it's cyber Monday. We're recording this. Everyone's shopping online, maybe give some experiences. And a great way to do that is the game time app. It's the best way to get tickets for any games in the month of December, or even January, looking ahead to the future, the official ticketing app, by the way, of the fantasy pros, fantasy football podcast game time is the only ticketing app that gives you peace of mind with every purchase they let you see the view from your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive at the venue and all their prices are in there up front with the total that's right none of that weird hidden fee stuff or anything that pops up out of nowhere so you always know exactly that you're getting a great deal and it takes no time at all you can buy tickets in seconds with just two taps that's it that's all you need two taps that's like when uh derrick brown was clicking his heels every time kyron williams touched the football two taps that's what he had download the game time app and redeem the code fantasy pros for 20 dollars off your first purchase terms apply again download the game time app and enter the code Fantasy Pros, that's all one word, to get $20 off your first order. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. Wide Receivers. Let's take a look at Khalil Shakir, because this is a player that I feel like since that change in OC has happened in Buffalo, now Joe Brady's calling plays, it seems like Shakir's a little bit more active. Now, it's not a lot. He did have that big splash play against the New York Jets, 115 yards in that game, had a touchdown. Yesterday had some big catches and some big moments in that game against the Eagles, had five targets in that game. So is this a guy to be speculating on, Pat, in your opinion, as we're starting to look ahead? I know he's got the bye in week 13, so this might be a guy you could sneak through for a buck or maybe just claim outright for zero that maybe people aren't on in some of those 14 team leagues. What do you think about Shakir's future down the stretch in fantasy? I really like the player and that would be the appeal that with this week 13 buy, you could probably procure him very cheaply since a lot of people are going to be looking to immediately patch holes in a 16 bye week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, we're not going to see big target counts with Stefan Diggs there, with Dalton Kincaid there, with Gabe Davis resurfacing, although I think Shakir's emergence has kind of uh, devalued Gabe Davis to a large degree. But he's operated with high efficiency. Uh, like one injury could make him a thing for sure. And as Derek pointed out in the prime or in uh, the waiver article this week, like the really appealing thing about Shakir is he is a cheap way to tap into one of the best passing offenses in the NFL. And like you can get him and, you know, immediately have a component of that Bills passing game and that's not a bad thing especially, you know, if someone were to get hurt and all of a sudden Shakir is getting 7, 8, 9 targets a game instead of 3, 4, 5. Derek um I know it's a smaller piece of this good offense, but it's a good offense. Nonetheless, you've seen Kincaid emerge in the last month. Uh, You're seeing Shakir a little bit. Maybe you're seeing a little bit of a change in evolution to what's going on in Buffalo. I know Gabe Davis finally had that touchdown in a moment yesterday, but still, uh, I don't think Gabe Davis is season. We're going to look back and call a success. So is Shakir one of these pieces Mm -hmm. that you kind of 
would love to speculate on, get on your roster and see what happens as we start to get closer and closer to fantasy playoffs. Khalil Shakir is how you play chess and not checkers in your league. And the reason we want to bring him up and the reason people need to be adding him is you don't care about the fact that he has a bye week this week. What you care about and the way that he could put your roster over the top, especially if you're a team that already has playoffs sewn up or you know you're making the playoffs, Khalil Shakir is a priority add this week because if you look at his schedule boys over the weeks 15 and 16 in the fantasy playoffs it is fabulous he gets the dallas cowboys and the los angeles chargers two teams that rank inside the top 10 in ppr points per target we just saw curtis samuel destroy the cowboys and the way that you beat them is staying away from their outside corners targeting the slot those two matchups are fantastic you need to roster him now because look he is the flex play that could put you over the top in the playoffs. All right. Putting you over the top. He's out there in almost 80% of leagues. So go at him today. Another guy, a uh, younger player too, rookie from Tennessee, Jalen Hyatt, uh, had a, a, a splash day. Now it's the first one he's had. You could, you could add up the last six weeks of scoring for Jalen Hyatt. And that still would probably fall short of what he did uh, this week against New England. Five catches on six targets for 109 yards. Tommy DeVito, how you doing? Uh... <laughs> You know, starting to play better football, certainly with a little bit more energy. It's still ugly. It's still not a high scoring offense. But is Jalen Hyatt one of these guys, too, in these deeper leagues, these leagues where maybe the the cupboard is bare that people should be looking at? You know, this is that time of year, Derek, where the last six weeks of the season, some of these rookies really start to figure things out. And we've seen it in the past few years. They've made big impacts on fantasy runs, including playoffs. Is Hyatt potentially one of those guys or is the Giants offense just too dull and potentially backwards to get anything done in fantasy? We're going to have to rename him to Tommy W at this point. I mean, all he does <laughs> is just stack wins. I mean, I don't know what else to say, boys. But looking at Jalen Hyatt, yes, he's worth like a, a 1% to 2% bid. And the, the, the point that I want to bring up, Joe, you hit the nail on the head there, is that we do see rookies take bigger holds of offenses down the stretch. Could this be the game? And I know we've seen the flashes from Jalen Hyatt this year. He's got multiple games in the game log where he surpassed 70, 80 receiving yards. Could this be the game that kind of springboards him into a stretch run where we're like, oh man, look at this guy. It's possible. Now, looking at his upcoming schedule, it's not fantastic, but there are like, I'm not worried about the Packers. I'm sorry, Pat, but I'm not worried about the Packers secondary. So I get that he's got the bye this week, but in a deeper league, he could be flex worthy as soon as they play the Packers. So I think he's worth a pickup. All right, Pat, what do you think about Jalen Hyatt? Very talented guy, had some big moments in Tennessee with that volunteers offense last year. Do you think Hyatt has any potential to make a fantasy impact? I'm not trying to chase this past week, but is he somebody that at least to once again, kind of stash and see how the next week or two go? I think he does have the potential to make a big fantasy impact, Joe, in 2024 and beyond, not in 2023. Um, okay. like, he's just too boomer bust with Tommy DeVito at quarterback. Like, yes, Hyatt has that crazy speed and can, uh, you know, hit the splash plays. But, man, we're not going to see those consistently in this passing game. And uh, the weekly floor for him is the moon door in Game of Thrones. It's a long way down. Wow, that was an image. That was great. Pat, make the wide receiver fly. Make him fly. (laughs) (laughs) 
Let's talk about Ooh, another. We took a turn game. today, boys. We took oh, a turn. That kid is creepy, and as he gets oh, older, so I think he gets creepier and creepier. But let's let uh, let's continue on here with another rookie wide receiver, Jonathan Mingo, another guy that I think a lot of you know fantasy analysts going into the season had expectations for. Like a lot of rookies, you know, kind of falling short, stumbling through. Now, it doesn't help, Pat, that Bryce Young is continuously getting the crap beat out of him. I mean, it is unbelievable how many sacks that guy's taken. The turnovers are not helping, too. Uh, he had an interesting game, though. Four uh, receptions for six on uh, six targets, excuse me, with 60 yards in this one. Are we seeing Mingo potentially here starting to, again, like Hyatt and, and like Shakir, starting to figure things out a little bit? And are we seeing another player who, again, bad offense? That's kind of what we're looking at at waiver wire right now. But if you're talking about the opportunities and what's available, he's rostered just 16% of leagues. Hyatt's only an 11. These guys are out there. Is he a depth piece in your opinion, too, or somebody that's a pass? Not for this year, Joe. I think he's a pass. Uh, another interesting <laughs> guy for the future. But Mingo's... Um, I won't even say good game, but his uh, sort of intriguing game in week 12 sort of came at the expense of Adam Thielen, who had, what, two yards in that game? So, um, like, I, I just don't know if we can count on the targets and the quality of those targets from Bryce Young in that offense with an offensive line that is completely dysfunctional. I just don't really want to invest in the, the Carolina offense. Yeah, uh, I kind of agree with with Pat here. Uh, a 14-team league, maybe you're just looking for depth. Um, look, we've seen Thielen be really good in this offense, and and I guess that's the one thing you could look at and say, hey, Thielen's had a very productive fantasy season, Debro. Is that something where you say if Thielen fades or should suffer an injury or something like that, we talk about handcuffing running backs. In a deeper league, do you want to handcuff any wide receivers here, even though it's not the most appealing offense? Is Mingo potentially that guy, or is he a pass? Nope. He's a total pass. Total pass. I want okay. no part of the Panthers offense. I think it's sad to say, but but this entire offense is broken. I think that we're still holding on to thoughts of Christmas past with uh, with Adam Thielen, but when we have not seen him be great in weeks and weeks and weeks, and the bottom has fallen out. So now Frank Reich isn't there. What are the, who's going to be calling the shots? Who's calling plays? What's going to happen? I just uh, I, I'm staying away from the entire Carolina offense. It's broken. All right, one guy that you know we're. We're like the broken records here when it comes to Jaden Reed. And I just want to point out, he is 55% rostered on sleeper. What are we doing here, everybody? Look, this is like that last call here. We talked about the leftovers. This is the last call before we're throwing things out in the trash and you can't have anything else anymore. Things are going. The garbage is picking up. Like, this is it. This is your last chance to get a bite here of Jaden Reed. Go out there, take a big bite, put him on your roster. He is part of this Green Bay Packers offense. Whether you like it or you don't, I don't care. Reed is getting opportunities. We keep talking about him all the time. We don't want to spend too much time. It's just your friendly reminder. If he's floating out there and he is in half of the league, somehow still add him to your roster. Let's talk about a guy to get rid of our roster. Michael Thomas, Derek Brown. I know he went on the IR is even worth stashing on the IR. You just want to get rid of him. Let's say you have your IR is tight right now. You got other guys you want to keep you. You're done. It's over. Bye. Bye. Okay. He hasn't done anything this season. That's noteworthy to consider <laughs> keeping him on your roster. Nope. Pat, you're in accordance with this. Yes. Yeah. He's not even eligible to return until week 16. And then I right. would think you'd want to show me game before you put him in your lineup. So no, there's just not enough time for him to be relevant.
Talk about the ghost of Christmas future, right? Could you imagine, uh, you know, Michael Thomas, right? You dropped him, all these things. And he comes back in week 17, has an incredible game, 10 catches for 120 and a touchdown. That would be like the worst possible nightmare ever. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen. Let's ask a question about some Detroit wide receivers. Jamison Williams, Khalif Raymond, Pat if you only had room for one of these guys, which one would you want? You saw both of them have some moments in that Thanksgiving game. Who do you think is more fantasy relevant rest of season? Jamison, because I think they're higher value targets and he's got mm-hmm. that lofty draft capital. So uh, I'd rather take a flyer on Jamison Williams than on uh, Jalen Hyatt at this point. OK, that's that's fair. I would agree with you on that, too. And yep. obviously the roster percentage agrees as well. Williams, to me, Derek, is that guy. He he's starting to show you a little of the flashes that he showed at Alabama where he had that big play ability. And I kind of feel like Detroit needs that a little bit. They kind of mm-hmm. it felt like in that game, too, especially the so many misses on those fourth down conversions. Like, let's try to get the ball in some of these other guys hands a little bit. I feel like the Lions are coming a little bit too predictable. And that kind of hurt them in recent games against the Ravens. It hurt them. I think it hurt them a little bit against the Packers as well. What do you think here about the these two Lions wide receivers that could be floating out on waiver wires? I think Jamison Williams is worth a pickup. Uh, the only thing that I worry about with him is even though the snaps and he's kind of settled into this like sixty to sixty five percent snap range over the last few weeks, and we see the flashes with the big plays, but. He's not earning targets at a high clip, and that's the biggest thing that concerns me. The matchups moving forward aren't great, but if you want to pick up one of these guys, it's definitely Jamison Williams. And I, I don't disagree, Joe. They're like the Lions need to shake things up, man. Like they need mm-hmm. to shake things up in the sense that like this offense has kind of hit a lull. Now, whether you want to toss that to Jared Goff and turnover problems and the fact that he still can't feel pressure, what happens, that's fine. I get that. But they also need to shake things up. And we need to see, like, Jared Goff access the deep ball a little bit more. Jameson yeah, is like agree. Jameson's like a, a Gabe Davis in training at this point. <laughs> Ooh. Yep. Yeah. That's a good call. Yeah. Good I, think call. He's, I think he's more talented, but I, I, that's hard to argue. It's hard to argue. He's not going to block the way Gabe Davis does. That's what I'm going to say about Jameson Williams. That ain't happening. I mean, that that's one thing. But before we get to a few more names at wide receiver, real quick, too, just to let everybody know, it's the holiday season, right? And you're going to have a ton of company over. There's a million games now around the holidays. You just had all the amazing college football rivalry games. You got uh, some big championship games coming up this week. You've got all sorts of fun times when it comes to the NFL. And make those times better with friends football and a little Miller light. Everybody likes the Miller light. If you don't like the Miller light, I don't know what's wrong with you. Tastes great. And not to mention, it's got just 96 calories, 3.2 carbs and 12 ounce cans. I mean, it's perfect for you. So this holiday season, not only can you have the Miller light delivered right to your house, but you could also uh, just make sure that you have it in stock wherever you go and you do your shopping, wherever you're selling beer close by, you pick up some cases of Miller light for the holidays. It's the right call. Have some fun with a Miller light in your hand. It doesn't just taste great in the summer. It tastes great in the winter too. We've been talking about Miller light since barbecue season. Heck, some of you still live in hot weather places where you can barbecue and I'm jealous because it's cold here in New Jersey, but get your Miller light, have it delivered to your house over at MillerLight.com slash fantasy pros. Again, MillerLight.com slash fantasy pros to get it delivered right to your door. This holiday season, you have company coming over. You forgot to get the beer. Don't worry. You go to MillerLight.com slash fantasy pros. There it is. Boom. It comes right to your house. Or again, you can buy it anywhere that sells beer, but celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Again, 96 calories, 3.2 carbs. Erickson loves that. He keeps the carbs down in your 12 ounces of Miller Lite anytime. 
is Miller time. Uh, is it time here also for any other Saints wide receivers, Derek Brown? A lot of injuries here in that game. Olave came out, Shahid, uh, Michael Thomas is a ghost. So uh, Derek Brown, any other names there floating around who could be uh, making an impact in the weeks ahead? Yeah, I think A.T. Perry is worth the pickup, uh, especially in deep leagues. Uh, really, this comes down to who are the Saints going to throw the ball? We too, like mm-hmm. we've seen this week after week, like they're going to continue to run at a high pace with, with Derek Carr under center. They're going to continue to throw the ball. They've been top 10 in neutral pace and passing rate the entire season. So with his entire depth chart dropping like flies, A.T. Perry is worth uh, consideration. Uh, Pat, what about Josh Palmer? This is another potential stash guy where you might be able to sneak him through. People don't realize he might be out there in league still. Is Palmer a guy after Quentin Johnson's obviously, you know, falling short so far in this rookie season? Is that another guy maybe down the stretch worth adding? Yes, very appealing. Mm -hmm. Um, He is a guy, I believe he's eligible to come off IR on week 13. I don't know if the knee injury will allow it, but um, yeah, a guy who we saw doing pretty well in a good passing attack. Like Josh Palmer is just so short on weapons right now. He's got Keenan Allen, and we know Allen's not really a downfield playmaker. Uh, Palmer can be for him, and, and the Quinton Johnston thing has just been like catastrophically disappointing for the Chargers. So they need Palmer to come back. And um, like I, I think he's a guy who could be like wide receiver three or flex worthy immediately upon his return. Okay, uh, one more name to Curtis Samuel coming off a big game. Pat, yes or no? Do you want to chase that at all? <sighs> the volume has been so heavy with the Washington passing attack, and it seems like Sam Howell enjoys throwing to Curtis Samuel more than Jahan Dotson. So I kind of do. All right. How about you, Debro? You want to chase that Curtis Samuel love? Oh, yeah, we're chasing it. We're chasing it, baby, because the matchup says to chase it. If you look at the Miami Dolphins, they get this week. The strength of that defense mm-hmm. is their outside corner. So what is Sam Howell going to do? The same thing he did last week. He's going to feed Curtis Samuel. Miami this season, sixth most receiving touchdowns allowed to slot wide receivers. Curtis Samuel's in for another big day. All right. You know who's in for a big day? The winner of our glorious 36-inch fantasy championship trophy, courtesy of Trophy Smack. The winner is Chris Latimer, Chris, congratulations. You won the trophy. Get in touch with our customer support agents over at mailbag at fantasypros.com. Again, hit us up, mailbag at fantasypros.com with your mailing address, proof of your subscription, uh, your favorite cocktail. No, not that. And of course, uh, we'll get that out to you right away. And the uh, proof of your subscription to our YouTube channel. That's very important too. So Chris Latimer, congratulations. Uh, We're going to get you that trophy shipped out to you. What a great prize. Again, you're the big winner. Chris Latimer, congratulations. And gentlemen, that means only one thing. It's time for a new giveaway. And this week, the new giveaway is, get this one, a signed Jonathan Taylor, Indianapolis Colts jersey. How you doing? Courtesy of bettingpros.com, your place to start betting smarter, not harder. All you need to do is subscribe to the Fantasy Pros YouTube channel right now. Comment below in this video, and that's it. We'll be announcing the winner right here on the channel, so make sure that you turn on those notifications, ring that bell until it goes ding, so you know every time a piece of content drops here on the channel, and you could win that amazing Jonathan Taylor jersey coming off a good day i'll tell you what gentlemen next year i'm gonna be very high on the colts with richardson coming back healthy i love shane steichen as a coach 
I'm very excited. Taylor's in the fold. Joey P is going to be wearing that horseshoe on his bald head. I can tell you that right now. Next year, get ready for it. Uh, let's before get before we get to the caveat. We yeah. have to also mention that Pat yeah. cannot enter this. Okay, so just so you yeah, know, Pat, Pat can't enter it. No. That, 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 that JT jersey. I, I love you, man, but you 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 can't get oh, part of this. Look, what do you what do you want to say? Oh, he's, he's, look, oh, there we go. Got the Wisconsin there out go. there. Look at him. It's it's rivalry week. Uh-huh. Uh, post See, this is exactly why I got to bring it up. All right, let's get to the the streamers of the week. Let's start at quarterback D bro. Who do you want to stream at QB? Quarterbacks, tight ends, and defenses. Oh, all right. Pinch your nose. I know this is disgusting, but we've seen this offense come to life. The matchup is there. Kenny Pickett going against the Arizona Cardinals. Slim Pickens out there. (laughs) I I get it. There's a pun or a joke somewhere in there. Anyway, Mm. the Cardinals this year, they've been allowing tons of production to to quarterbacks. Well, he throws to a Slim Pickens. Is that what you wanted me to say? Oh, that's a good one. Nah, I should have gone with that. Nah, yeah, that's miss, all right. Missed that's okay. That's all right. Still, we move on. Continue. But you're not going to miss the opportunity to start Kenny Pickett this mm. week. If you're if you're in a dire <laughs> straits, you're in crunch time, th- this is the guy that you need to look at on the waiver wire because Arizona, ninth most fantasy points per game allowed to quarterbacks, sixth most passing touchdowns. Yes, they can run the ball versus Arizona. They can also throw it. All right, Pat, how about you? Streaming QB for week 13. Gardner Minshew against the Titans. Uh, Minshew is only averaging 14.6 fantasy points in his seventh starts, but he has walked a bed of hot coals with his matchups. Uh, Four of the seven teams he started against have, they rank in the top 10 in DVOA against the pass, and he has not faced a defense that ranks worse than 21 in DVOA against the pass. This week he gets number 28, Tennessee. All right, let's talk about streaming tight ends, not named Pat Fryermuth, who, by the way, John, our producer, made sure that we, everybody knew how to say Fryermuth. How sexy was John's voice in that pre-record he gave us? Like he had to, he had to record himself <laughs> saying it. Pat Fryermuth. Pat Fryermuth. Fryermuth. I mean, it king. was sexy. We're bringing up every week. He's Joey's a king. king. He is. John. John should just he should take over the whole show. All right, let's get it. Tight ends. Who you got here, Derek? Uh, again, we talked about the depleted depth chart uh, for New Orleans. I'm going to Juwan, Juwan Johnson going yeah. against the Detroit Lions. They've been giving a production to tight ends. And last week, we already saw what this kind of looked like. Mm-hmm. You saw Juwan Johnson soak, soak up an 18% target share. He basically was out there for every route. And I know people are going to talk about probably Taysom Hill this week, and he needs to go up in ranks. Juwan Johnson does too as well. All right, Pat, how about you? Streaming tight end this week. Yeah, Debro stole Juwan Johnson, who I think has uh, definitely got an enhanced outlook for Week 13 with Chris Olave and Rashid Shahid hurt. Um, but Tucker Craft is also another guy you should be considered. The yes. Packers have gone really pass-heavy out of necessity without Aaron Jones. And, uh, you know, with Luke Musgrave out with a lacerated kidney, Tucker Craft is the next man up. I think Josiah DeGuara is also hurt, their third tight end. You've been waiting so all just... show to say Josiah DeGuara. Don't pretend like you're <laughs> I have. Uh, but, yeah, big snap counts coming up for Tucker Craft this week and hopefully big target counts too. Who could have a big fantasy performance on defense streaming this week, Pat? Jaguars against Cincinnati. Um, Mm. I think Atlanta is probably the top choice for week 13 alone, but what's nice about the Jaguars, I think, well, one, they're a really good defense, and um, not only do they get this pretty good matchup against the Bengals and Jake Browning, but then in week 14, you can hang on to them because they get the Browns. Debro streaming defense for week 13. 
I mean, Pat already mentioned it, but it's it's the easy, low-hanging, juicy fruit of the week. It's the Falcons <laughs> versus the Jets, man. The Jets no, are the gift that keeps man. on giving, baby. Jets. And the Falcons are top six in both quarterback knockdowns and pressures. <laughs> it's a good defense. Man, Ugh. I I, the, I can't even. I'm out of words. I'm out of words for the Jets at this point. <laughs> Tim Boyle, baby. Uh, just Tim, Boyle. Tim Boyle. Oh, let's get to the waiver wire priorities of the week. D bro, give me your top five guys to add this week for those leagues that are still running their waivers. How would you rank the guys that are out there on free agency? If he is still out there, my top pickup of the week uh, is Jaden Reed. Uh, we we cannot ignore what he's been doing. But if he is not out there, it's Pat Fryermuth. Number three is Curtis Samuel. Talked about the smash matchup. Number four, again, if he's out there, is Demario Douglas. And five is Jawan Johnson, who I will also bring up. Probably going to be ranking very close to being a tight end one this week. And don't forget, you can check out those ranks at FantasyPros.com and the waiver wire article, too, from Pat and Debro that always gets updated as the week goes on. Pat, your top five waiver wire ads of the week. I will mimic Debro with Jaden Reed and Pat Fryermuth at the top. Ty Chandler, still number three for me because of his immediate playability and the possibility he uh, kicks Madison to the curb and becomes truly valuable. Josh Palmer at number four. And then uh, Curtis Samuel edging out Demario Douglas for that fifth and final spot just because Demario Douglas has a concussion. Listener Mailbag. All right, let's get to a question from our listener mailbag. Before we head out, this one's straight from our Discord, fantasybros.com slash chat. It's free to join the conversation, so go join it today. And if you're premium, you get access to a whole lot more stages, AMAs, and lots of fun stuff. This one's from KMAX7332. Just lost Musgrave to IR. Uh, would you rather have, who would you rather have the rest of season in PPR? Uh, <laughs> the spelling here, KMAC, you got to work on this. It's uh, John would be so mad because not only did he spell Fryermuth wrong, I can't imagine he's going to say it right, but it's Fryermuth, Michael Mayer, or Everett trade deadline already passed. So spelling aside, Pat, let's help K-Mac regardless here. Uh, it's Fryermuth, right? Easy? No. Debro Samesies? I mean, I, I feel like K-Mac made a very interesting nickname here. I mean, he spelled it like Fryermuth. He did. So I, 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 I like that. That's right. That's that's how we... <laughs> that was that was the, the bad version of him that you had with Matt Canada. That was Fryermuth. Oh, the rest mm-hmm. of the season... Ooh. We hope to get Fryermuth. Oh, Futuremuth would be good, too. As long as John records a sexy voice recording of that one, that's all I care about. (laughs) Don't forget, stay on top of all the waiver wire right here at FantasyPros.com at all times. Drop your comments below. Subscribe to the channel, and you could win a Jonathan Taylor autographed jersey. It's a bad-looking jersey, baby. Holidays are here. It's a gift for you. It's a gift for somebody else. Get in on it right away. And again, congratulations to the big winner of our Trophy Smack Trophy Go get in touch with us, Chris Latimer, over at mailbag at fantasypros.com. That'll do it for us. But the story of the game goes on for Pat and Debro. I'm Joey P. We'll see you next time, kids. Future move. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Pros Fantasy Football Podcast. If you love the show, the best free way to support us is by leaving a positive review on Apple Podcasts at fantasypros.com slash review or on Spotify. Follow us on X, Instagram, and TikTok at Fantasy Pros, and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash fantasy pros.
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary.